Hello and welcome to the Heavy Hitter Podcast with your hosts Josh Johnson and Steve Loper. This podcast was recorded using YouTube. And on Twitters. Hey, what's up you guys? You just heard Josh talking about something. I don't know what he's talking about, but welcome buddy. How are you? Good player. Heavy Good. Hitter Nation. This is podcast number 19 of the Heavy Hitter Podcast. We're available on Apple, iTunes, seven other places where you listen to podcasts. Tonight, we've got a good lineup. We're talking about the World Cup. Uh, you just said that Mexico beat Germany, which I That's was right. unaware of quite yet. I, I watched a couple of games yesterday. I think they're recorded, and I had to watch them, so I haven't caught anything live yet. We're also talking about summer break. What do you do with your kids during summer break? If you don't have kids... How nice is it? I mean, let's we're just going to ramble on about summer break for a little bit. And then the last thing is going to be the opinion of others. Like, do you care what others think? You know, does it stop you from doing something? Because maybe you'll feel weird because so-and-so might judge you. We're just going to talk about that, see what comes of it. Um, and that's it. Let's go ahead and kick things off. Josh, how you been, buddy? I hope you had a good weekend. Happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day to you, man. How, how was it? It was good, man. It was... It was, uh, you know, I, I told you guys I was going to the in-laws, so I went to the in-laws. For that um, spicy food. Yeah, well, it wasn't that spicy anymore. Everybody oh. says, I think they're getting old because it's not as spicy as it used to be. So it wasn't that spicy, man. But I did go get me some, uh, uh, what was it called? It's called uh, Rocky's Hot Chicken Shack. And, uh, yeah, it was fried chicken, but it's like Louisiana style or something. And it was super spicy. So I did get me some spicy. It wasn't from my uh, ba, my grandma, or my kid's grandma, but uh, it was uh, Rocky's Rocky's Hot Chicken Shack, and it's really good. It's in Asheville, North Carolina. If you go, I put a little Instagram story about it today. It's freaking the bomb, man. It was it in, was really really good. In Asheville, cool. Do they have chicken wings too? Buffalo wings? Uh, yeah. I didn't get wings. That was an option. I think it's more like a whole wing. You know? Uh, okay. Okay. Versus the uh, versus the actual like drum and wing. I think it's sort of the both, the whole wing, I guess. Cool, man. So some good family time. So how how far is it from Asheville to where you are? Uh, four hours. Four hours. Yeah. No wonder the heavy hitter's a little tired. Yeah, yeah. So it, I thought I was gonna yeah. get some relaxing in this weekend, but really, I mean, with all the kids there, my niece and nephew wanting to see them and hang out with them, I was. Up early, hanging out, doing stuff. Up late, hanging out, doing stuff. Yesterday, we took them downtown Asheville. Went out to eat a couple times. Like, stayed busy. So it was. I still haven't caught up, man. And then I got home. Like, we left there today at eleven. We stopped to eat lunch at eleven thirty. Got on the road at like one thirty. Got home about five thirty. Stopped at a, a outlet mall on the way to get my son some cleats. Stopped at the mall for my wife to return a pair of sunglasses. As soon as we pulled in the driveway, I took off to get me a pair of pants uh, that I needed for work. And then um, got home, went straight to the pool, got to the pool. I had text messages about swim meet stuff. It was just like, you know, there's no time to relax. Just right back into it. So yeah. cleats, cleats for what? Soccer? Baseball? Yes. Or what? He's going to a soccer camp. Uh, starts tomorrow morning. And his cleats from last season were getting too small for him. And we kind of forgot about it last minute. So we had to run out pick them up some good old soccer camp man maybe yeah. maybe the future of the u.s uh soccer team it's kind of embarrassing they're not in the world cup yeah yeah it is kind of embarrassing but 
whatever. I'm picking my horses, picking my dogs, you know, watching it whenever I can. Uh, real quick, how was your day, man? It was good, man. Um, the wife ran the half marathon in uh, Grandma's Marathon up in Duluth. Um, I don't know how big that is. I mean, that's a pretty big deal, like in Minnesota and Duluth. And I know it's a qualifier for like Boston Marathon and all that kind of stuff. Um, there was some guy that did the marathon. He's won it four years in a row of, ah, somewhere from somewhere in Africa. Dude's just like a freak. I saw him. It looked like he was like sprinting the whole thing. Yeah. Um, you know his name? I, I don't. I can't remember his name. Um, I'd have to look him up quick. But, uh, yeah, that, that's about it. We, uh, she did that, and we spent the weekend up in uh, Superior, Wisconsin, where my father-in-law's best, best buddy lives, Soup Town. We're checking out. Uh, Superior is known for, like, their hardworking class, but, you know, also having a good time. Bars, they've got a pretty good, you know, downtown blue collar bar scene you know it's obviously close to the water lake superior you know you got you got your hard hard working uh men and women up there and you know when they're not working they they love to throw some drinks down it's pretty cheap up there so yeah it's good and shout out to all those people hard working blue collar getting it done just hard working you better be listening to the podcast you you know they're it's it's crazy. We talk about the how much money you make and happiness and all that stuff. These people busting their ass working 50, 60, 70 hours a week, factory jobs and stuff, but come home, probably have wife, kids, you know, or husbands at home, kids at home, like happy as hell. You know, just living the dream. They they probably are, man. It's like, you know, hard work makes them happy. You know, getting all getting all dirty, getting all sweaty. Um, you know, we were kind of talking about that a little bit with my uh, father-in-law's best friend, he's like, you know, they they love working hard. They love coming home to, like, mom's home-cooked meal, and they might go out to the bar afterwards, you know. It's just it's all about, like, work hard, play hard, and you know what? They probably spend every last dollar on having a good time. It's kind of like some of those country songs, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that Alan Jackson song, Good Time. I thought you were going to say way down yonder on the Chattahoochee or something like that. Way down. Yeah. That's a good one too. Yeah, man. So. Well, good. Good. How'd your uh, wife do in the race? Uh, She did well. She actually, her goal was to do the half in under two hours and 30 minutes. She did it in two hours and 17. Damn. And um, she actually in mile four ended up kind of like pulling her knee. So she's been like hobbling around, but she like, she like ran pretty much the whole thing. Um, we were at the bottom of this spot in Duluth called Lemon Drop Hill, and we actually like ran up the hill with her, me, my sister in law, and my sister in law's boyfriend, Bihad. Um, and she's like, you know, it was like perfect positioning at like mile nine to like run up the hill with her to like keep her going like throughout the race. So it was kind of like one of those things where, you know, it would have been. A lot better and probably more like self-fulfilling or like it would have been nice to see her like cross the finish line but where we were we didn't have the opportunity to do that because all the roads are blocked off mm-hmm. and a bunch of bunch of detours and shit but you know it it made me realize like it's not always about like what you want or what you want to see it's about being there where they need you to be 
Yeah. You know, being there at mile nine, carrying them through, giving them that motivation to cross the finish line and just letting them enjoy that for themselves. And she was like, there's so many people at the finish line. Like you couldn't tell anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've been to a lot of those races, man. My wife, one time she was running a race in downtown Raleigh, the rock and roll half marathon. And, uh, I, it was me and my three kids and there was all the roads were blocked. I was like, well, shit, how there's no way to get like even close, like that I could come up with. And I didn't want to miss it. So I didn't want to spend my time driving around in circles. I needed to get there. So I park and it was about a three mile walk and I had a, uh, a stroller. So I had like one kid, like hanging on the back, one kid in it. And then, you know, two of them just swapping places like stroller, not stroller hanging on. Yeah, really had to walk three miles to get down to the race. So after she got done running a half marathon uh, and she was all happy and stuff, I was, she was like, okay, yeah, great. Where, where'd you park? And I was like, oh, uh, three miles that way. Three <laughs> miles away. <laughs> so she tacked oh, on three miles. She was pissed, but shit. She wasn't pissed, but she's, um, she's training for something right now, isn't she? Uh, yeah. Uh, Montreal. Well, she's getting ready to start training. She's running a marathon, a full marathon in Montreal. The yeah. full marathon in Montreal. Yep, September. Oh, cool, September. dude. September is that like beginning, middle, end? I don't you even know, know, man. Yeah, going up there for two or three nights. Just me and her. We're leaving the kids with the grand folks. You know. Nice, dude. So you guys got your passports and everything. Oh yeah. Cool, we're dude. Ready, That's cool. Man, we're passported up, man. I'm out. She's a Canadian citizen. I'm out of here. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. We're actually going to Whistler in a couple weeks. Whistler, what's that? I don't even know, dude. And <laughs> um, but it's uh Whistler in Canada, some I guess it's just supposed to be gorgeous there. My wife's got some like work retreat there. Yeah. So it's gonna be like a little bit of work for her, but they're also it's like 80 years that the law firm has been in business or whatever. And we're gonna go zip lining there and like take a razor out. I don't know. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be fun, and I gotta get a I gotta get a tux too. It's gonna be a gala event. Dang, gonna be crazy. I hear you. Well, man, what what you know about the World Cup, man? Fill me in. So, dude, I, I mean, I wanted to talk to you about that because you got your boy in soccer, and like you're a soccer coach. But I'll tell you, like, I don't know a whole lot. All I know is the U.S. isn't in it. Um, I heard on the radio today. Mexico beat Germany, which was like a pretty big upset. I wish I wish I would have been at my local Mexican restaurant to hang out and watch that game today. Taking tequila shops. Uh, I'm sure that place shops. is Arriba. just getting crazy. I bet it, it must have been just crazy in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. like one nothing, and it sounds like the Mexican coach team like executed perfectly. Which I mean, when there's like that's the thing that I don't really understand about soccer, man. I just don't understand because I played baseball and football, but in soccer, like you can win one nothing. Oh, yeah. I mean, and like hockey, like one nothing. It's like one little mistake, and it's like game over. But yep. obviously, that's not how baseball is. You know, if a if a ball goes between your legs, that, that's not necessarily the end of the game. It could be, but someone can step up and hit one over the fence and you're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, man. Soccer has got to be a tough sport, but anyway, for the last three, last three world cups, what is it? 18. Yeah. Maybe the last three world cups. What I've done is, uh, I've started buying a, well, until this year, 
Well, I have, I'm still continuing it, but it's a little bit different, but I was buying a USA jerseys for my son and I was getting the year of the, the world cup on as the number. And then I was getting my son's name and some type of different variation on the back. So I yeah. remember getting a, a year 10 Jersey and I got like Ari Druve on the back. And then I got the, what was it? The 14 Jersey, I guess. And the 14 Jersey was um, maybe I just got like a dot Loper. And then this year is supposed to be an 18 Jersey, but we'll still get them on it, but it just won't be the United States. Maybe it'll be like whoever wins it or something. We'll order it after the world cup or something like that. Um, but that's something that, you know, my, my mom used to keep all these baseball jerseys and stuff that we wore as kids and save them. Um, so what I'm doing is just buying all these cool ass world cup jerseys for my son. And then maybe his son can wear them in the future. Cause after he wears them, we let him wear them, get them dirty, do whatever you want in them. But then we're going to save them and put them up and have some sweet ass jerseys for uh, his kids later. Yeah. That's super cool, dude. Yeah, it's and, fun. and, and I can relate to that a little bit because when the Minnesota twins won the world series in 1987, my wife had this like white sweatshirt that her dad got her and my son actually loved that sweatshirt. He was wearing it probably like a year ago. So it's like 30 years later. Like that's pretty cool, dude. Yeah. Like that's, that's like collecting like old baseball cards and like, yeah, yeah. That's what I, I mean, it's, it's good shit. Yeah. And I don't, I think the quality of it, you know, I don't think we're going to come up with anything too crazy over the next 30 years as far as jerseys go, but a hell of I know. Right. Um, another thing too. Uh, this weekend, I was watching uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. It was uh, who was it playing? But anyway, he was taking a free kick. It was the, he was he was down uh, three two, and he's taking a free kick. And it's me and my brother in law, my niece, my wife. You know, the kids all were sitting around watching. I'm like, ah, oh, watch. He's gonna do this. He's gonna do this. It's Cristiano. You know, I know it's, he's gonna go top right corner, top right corner. Two seconds later, he steps up to the ball, kicks it, bam, top right corner, ties it up three three, and. That was sort of my highlight because I was just kind of like, nice. Told y'all. And then Messi, I watched him. uh, They were down uh, one zip or two one or something like that versus Iceland. And he gets a penalty kick. Um, This is Messi, dude. Like the best player in the world. You get a penalty kick in the World Cup. I don't know if it was the tire to go. I think it was just to tie the game. And he get it got blocked. Oh, no. Yeah. he doesn't miss that. He misses that once out of every like 200 attempts, I bet. Yeah. Uh, that was sad. Uh, tough, dude. Yeah. But no, I love the World Cup, man. For the past, uh, you know, 15 or 20 years, I usually had a job where I was working at home and uh, the World Cup, I mean, it was every game was on. Like, I'd never missed a second of it. Now it's just like, kind of hurts. You know, it's it started and I have. You barely watch any of it. Yeah. That that's what I didn't realize, man, is like how long of a deal it is too. So it starts what June fourteenth, June fifteenth or whatever, and goes until July fifteenth. Yeah. yeah. It's like a whole month. And they yeah. pretty much like I mean, obviously they alternate or whatever, but I mean are there there's pretty much games every day, right? In the different groups. Yeah. I don't know what the uh the full schedule's like or anything. I would normally know, but Whatever you got Whatever. a lot, you got a lot going on. Um, I'm going for Peru because my buddy Jason just went to Peru for he lived there for like a year and a half, two years or so. Brought back my kids' Peru jerseys, national team jerseys. So they've been rocking them for the past year and a half. So it just felt right to cheer for Peru. Peru um, lost to Denmark, dude. 
Well, that's all right. Okay. It's not losing out. This is they still have a chance. That was the, probably their first game, I would imagine. Okay. And then uh I don't know. I don't really have another favorite, man. So Peru's my Peru's my squad. I was cheering for Costa Rica. I think Costa Rica lost today too. Yep, they so, lost to Serbia one one nil. Yeah, that sucked. What about so Brazil and Switzerland tied one one? I don't know. I totally missed that one. Let's see. That's France beat Australia two to one. Portugal and Spain tied three three. Iran beat Morocco one nil. Uruguay beat Egypt one nil. Russia, those uh, steroid mfers, beat uh, Saudi Arabia five nothing. Yeah, you know so. there's some there's some bullshit there too, man. Russia's hosting the World Cup. Yeah, so they didn't actually qualify to get into the World Cup. They just got in because they're a host, which. We were debating that a little bit at the house, and it's just like, eh, everybody's calling kind of bullshit on that because you're the host. You didn't actually earn your way into the World Cup, and then you come out and beat the socks off somebody who actually earned their way in. It's kind of like, meh. Well, and and were they drug tested? I don't know. Yeah. Who, who the hell knows? Supposedly, I'm sure, but I don't know. I, I argued – on behalf of Russia, though, because you are the host. Like in my poker game, if we have a poker game and eight people come for the first tournament, you don't have to have, we'll pay your buy in, or the host doesn't have to pay. Like the host usually gets something in return. Like if you host a party, people bring you bottles of wine. Like, you know, they get free entry into the tournament. It's always been that way. It'll always be that way. So, whatever. It is what it is. Okay. And they're talking about uh, North America is going to get it in uh, 22. So oh, okay, I don't know We're, if that's Canada, if that's Mexico, if that's oh, the so states. They haven't narrowed that down yet. Exactly where it's going to be? No, no, just uh, North America's as deep as they've gone so far. I believe it might be in uh, North Carolina. That'd be the shit. That'd yeah. be, would that be insane? Yeah, I'd take a month off. Had a buddy the other day said, "Hey, man, we're talking about going to Paris." Um, whatever year it was, and I was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "Why the hell are you going there?" He's like, "Oh, the Olympics." And I was like, "Oh shit, you're gonna go to Paris for the Olympics?" So that sounds pretty awesome. He's like, "Yeah, we've never been to Paris. Why wouldn't we go when the Olympics are there?" And I'm like, "You're right. I'm gonna mention that to my wife." So yesterday I was like, "It might have been this morning." I was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, babe, Paris for the Olympics. Let's put that on the radar." You know, so I went ahead and put it on her little mind radar. Maybe we can get that out of there. Then he just like. Keep bringing it up a little bit, painting yeah. the picture. Yep, yep. That's soft sell, man. All right, man. So uh, that's the World Cup in a nutshell, guys. Not a whole lot of info, but we gave you some updates, some scores, some whatnot. You know, who are you picking? Who's your dog? Who's your, who's your favorite? Who now do you, you hope got, wins it all? Well, dude, now you got me all fired up and wanting me to watch it. I don't – I like – Just pick a team. Buy Mexico. a jersey. Mexico. Mexico. There you go. Mexico. Nothing Mexico. wrong with that. Yeah. How about yeah. you? You're I'm going to go Peru, Peru, but Mexico would be my backup. All right. Yeah, I can, I can do that. Cool, dude. Um, summer break, man. Summer so break. talk to me about that. How's it going? What you thinking? What are your thoughts? Well, it's different this year because of the job, you know, definitely different, but we have a, uh, a nanny, not nanny, uh babysitter, I guess you'd call her. She's here three days a week when my wife has to go into the work to the office too my wife is then home two days and gets to spend it with him but um it's filled up with camps my daughter went to a soccer camp last week my son goes to a soccer camp this week 
Um, and are they gone all week then? They're not gone overnight. It's like day camps. Some okay. That starts nah. from nine and ends at four o'clock. Okay. Um, then uh, we we've got robotics camps lined up. We've got theater camps. We've got some kind of it's called Safety Town because my youngest is about to go into kindergarten, so that sort of teach you how to get on a bus, like what a police officer looks like, what a fireman looks like, you know, just that sort of formal stuff for the for our school system. So she's excited about that. Um, it's a lot different than my summer break as a kid. My summer break as a kid was bicycle, wake up whenever you want, get on your bike, play video games, go wherever you want. It's be home about 4.30 before your dad gets home. You know? Yeah. Maybe we'd go to the pool every once in a while, but it wasn't like no pool in the neighborhood. We had to get in the car and drive across town to go. You just had to be home for like – before like little league baseball game, right? Yeah, like if you got home at four thirty, you were pretty safe, you know? right? And yeah, yeah you you wake up whenever you want. Like he would like heat up the oven, throw corn dogs or a pizza in. And- yeah, yeah. I remember making cheese toast a whole lot. You know, put a piece of slap of cheese on a, a piece of white bread, throw it in the microwave, microwave for like twenty or thirty seconds till it melted, and that was like a grilled cheese to me, man. I probably i remember when i was growing up i'd probably eat like five or six of them things nice. bag, of, bag of chips and two glasses of coca-cola and i was i was gold a bag of doritos yeah yeah dude so i wonder if we're like i don't know are we just like too structured nowadays with kids like who's to say uh, who's to say i don't know this might not be the podcast for parental advice but who's to say? and we'll we'll know like if We'll know in like 20 years after our kids are looking back saying, oh, our summers consisted of camps and it was the best thing ever. And I made so many memories. I met so many people like I never went to a camp in my life. I never did either. Yeah, never my kids, did. My oldest goes to an overnight camp. She's gone for a week. It's either a week or 10 days or something like that. It's down there on the coast and she's gone. Like that's yeah. that's kind of she like excited about that or scared like no this is this will be her third year and she's excited yeah Yeah. see i guess i was probably more introverted as a kid i probably didn't even want to go to camp if it was even presented to me and they probably would have tried to send me to fat camp those bastards yeah you know you know (laughs) eating those like twinkies and shit yeah dude (laughs) yeah i got twinkies downstairs that a boy yep. you, you remember uh like summer break you play like cops and robbers and like night games like capture the flag and oh yeah we used to play just war you know i remember laser, getting... laser tag it wasn't laser tag we just have guns like you, you'd have your guns and i grew up in a military town so we were really kind of into it i think as far as the camouflage and stuff goes because we had easy access to that all my friends parents were military and stuff so we, we yeah. could have like legit army rucksacks and stuff, and we'd run around in the woods for days on end, man, um, using army face paint. And it was more like a if you saw somebody, it was just like bang, bang, bang. I saw you, Josh. Got you. You know, you're behind the tree over there. Man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's you know, cool. I suppose it not to get down into the rabbit hole because I don't want to necessarily give parental advice or judge. But it definitely is a different time now that we're raising kids. And, like, when we were growing up, it was, like, pre-internet era. Like, we, were, we weren't just, like, 
wake up in the morning, fire up the computer, go on the internet, like chat, la la la, get on Netflix. Like, I mean, in this internet area, internet area era, blah, 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 I can't talk. Spit it out, boy. Spit it out. You, I feel like you probably have to keep your kids pretty damn busy, you know? And if you don't, they're probably looking up some shit on the internet that yeah. you don't want them to. Yeah, they're going to get sucked into that device. They get right? too bored, man. The only thing they know to go to if they, whenever boredom sets in is, Shing. can I get right? on the computer? Pull out that phone. IPad? That screen time, yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool, dude. I'm about to have it when my kid's saying, or my son especially, Daddy, I don't know what to do. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm like, dude. Oh, already? Isn't it? They've only been out for like a week, right? Yeah, he, was, he was at his cousin's house. Like He was hanging out with his cousin. They were having the best time ever. I'm like, yeah, I'm bored. Couldn't play with his iPad for 10 minutes. You know, I'm bored. Dude. Whatever, boy. I don't want to hear that crap. Get out of here. Oh, my gosh. Find something to do. You're in the mountains, son. It's like if you only knew you're like in like the prime of your life. They were out chasing uh, fireflies, man, this weekend. It was awesome. You know, we're up in the mountains. My parent in-laws have this big, beautiful house, beautiful yard, like on the side of a mountain. And it was covered in fireflies. And they, they have an old pickle jar. And they're running around and they're capturing the fireflies, putting them in the jar and the jar is all glowing and they're pulling them out saying, Oh, this one's name's Rachel. And this one's name's Suzette. And I, and I was like, Oh, do you know how to break off the tail? And like, you can crush that little glowy part and you can rub it on your hand and let it glow. And everybody wanted me to kill the fireflies yeah, or light, lightning bugs, whatever you call them. Let's not piss PETA off in this podcast episode, dude. Yeah. Oh, they wouldn't let me. That's you good. Know. Cool, dude. So we talked World Cup. We talked summer, summer break. Next on the uh, the agenda is other people's opinions. The, yeah. Oh, not OPP, other people's property, but other people's opinions. O O P O. OPP was the bomb, though, wasn't it? You down with OPP? Yeah, you know me. You down with OPP? All the ladies. All the, is it all the homies or all the ladies? All the homies. Oh man, how does I don't even know. Go? OPP me something different. The last two letters the same, but the last me something different. It's the loneliest, loveliestly. I call it the leanest. I don't know the words. Oh wow. Well, man, you took me back for a second. That was a good one. Yeah, uh, other people's opinions, man. It's like um I feel like every podcast we do, we we talk about something, whether it's like, you know, do shit that makes you happy, you know, you know, hustle, hard work, you know. A little something positive, but um, and really just about doing shit. And this is just another angle to talk about saying, you know, screw it, go do it. You know, it's just another angle at that. And a lot of people have obstacles that stop them from doing what they want to do, whether it be, um, you know, something to family, you know, financial, like whatever. There's a million reasons. So just opinions of others can be a big obstacle for a lot of folks. And my opinion on that whole situation is screw the opinions of others. If it's something that you want to do, you just got to get out there and do it. You know, everybody's going to have people that support you and everybody's going to have people, people that are jealous, you know, and that's the opinions of others. If you're worried about that, it's probably because they're going to be a little bit jealous of you that you're out doing it, or they might think you're a little bit weird or like who is Josh to have a podcast? Like, who does he think he is? He ain't nobody. He lives on freaking Waldo street and BF, you know, like Minnesota, like he's nobody. Who is he to say that? Screw them. 
who you know? he's crazy. There's people down on Maple Street that don't know you. Like Josh is smart dude. You know, he's doing a podcast. You know, he's out there doing stuff. I'm gonna be like him, you know, saying positive things, doing stuff right, family man. You know, so it's just one of those things I read again, and I just wanted to bring up the opinions of others, man. Whatever. You know, I'm I know I got haters. I do. And I'm just like, I'm I'm Steve Loper on front gate. You know, who am I to do this? I don't care. I'm doing it because I enjoy it. It's for me. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, find something else to do, bro. I ain't mad at you. Right. I'm gonna keep doing me. Right. Well, that's just the thing, man. You're you're an asshole until you're a pioneer, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and it's like whenever you do something that is different, obviously there's there's gonna be some kind of judgment if you don't fall in line, you know what I mean? And um and I think that kind of goes with, you know, what I wanted to talk to you about too, just real quick was, you know, big, big golf tournament over the weekend. I'm not a big golfer, not a big golf fan, but Phil Mickelson, the, the course conditions were like really bad, I guess, this, this weekend for everybody. Phil Mix, Mickelson had like a bad round. He didn't let the ball, he hit the ball on the green, didn't let it stop and like hit it right again, hit it again. Like it was, uh, you know, like a big taboo in the golf world. He Wouldn't got all go up and then roll back down to him and then he hit it again. So he was like on, he's like on one side of the hole, he puts it and it goes past and it doesn't, it wasn't like flying, but it also like was still like rolling and he like runs up to it and like hits it again at the hole, clearly like out of frustration and just like, you know, yeah temperament and um got a two-stroke penalty some people are saying he should have been dq'd or what have you golf golf fans that are like really serious about it were like oh i can't believe he did that and i'm over here thinking like i'm like i think that dude's smart he he's already he's already not winning right the conditions are horrible and I I think he was that was an attention grab. Oh. Like because we're talking about it now, they were lighting it up talking about it. They're going to talk about it tomorrow. Like people are chewing him, a, you know, kind of a new asshole or whatever, but again, it's like it kind of makes me like Phil Mickelson. It's like dude is a regular human being like it's like who am I to like jump down his throat and like be a hater and say Oh, he shouldn't do that. It's like, you know, have I ever like gotten frustrated or lost my temper or, you know, like we're all just, he doesn't need another hater. You know what I mean? It's like, I kind of like, I kind of like him now. Yeah. And it's a smart move. If it was an attention grab, I mean, like it's kind of like, um, uh, Will Smith, you know, acting was his thing. It was DJ Jazzy Jeff. He went into acting when, you know, and now acting isn't what it used to be because so many people can make it on the internet well he was becoming irrelevant and acting so now he's doing the instagram live he's doing the youtube right. live and stuff like that and he is smart enough to recognize the situation and go grab that attention again and right. mickelson's doing that uh, you know I, that's a reason for me to like him because he's smart enough to do that like i appreciate the people that are smart enough to to see like s- s- content on social media is thing that everybody needs to be doing and that's like like i feel like we're not pioneers of it but i feel like what we're doing is smart in the long run 
right uh, whether this turns into uh 50,000 you know listeners per episode or it stays at 50 i still think it's going to be smart right i honestly do well i mean because it's it's already opened up opportunities for you not 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 even i think when people think opportunities they think relationships and jobs but i think it's also opened up an opportunity a space in your head that has like allowed you to communicate maybe better or differently or see new ideas like there's just so many things dude yeah yeah well and i think we mentioned this the other day i don't know if we were recording or not but it was like I did. You don't know what you don't know. Like I didn't know what all everything I was going to learn when we started this podcast before we started it. It took us actually getting started to for me to recognize like, oh, shit, I learned how to do this. And oh, shit, I know how now I know how to do this. Oh, shit. Look at the relationships that you can build with podcasts. Like I mentioned that to my boss the other day. Like there's no better way to build a relationship in a one hour span than invite somebody to your podcast that you want to connect with. For sure. There is not a better way. Yeah, I agree. If there is, let me know. But I, I would end it with this saying other people's opinion. I would say no matter how much you say that or like want, want to like front that, I am a realist about it. And like if 10 people came up to me tomorrow and was like, Josh, like you suck on the podcast. Like Josh, so you fucking, you're horrible on the podcast. Like Josh, like, who the hell do you think you are? Like your podcast sucks. Like it would be, it would be a tough pill to swallow, dude. You know? So it's like, you better like check well, yourself. Okay. So 10 people come to you tomorrow and say that. Say, so yeah, what are you, what are you going to, you ain't going to, you ain't going to stop doing it. No, no, you're not. No, but no, it's, you, it's still, still affects you a little bit. Nah. I'm, 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 I'm turning into old like Gary V like bring, I welcome that kind of stuff now. You I like think that? the more people that kind of hate on you is the more the more popular you're getting by it. You know, I get I get it. I appreciate that. But if I think if you recognize, like, yes, that feeds your chip on your shoulder. But if someone were to be like, Steve, like, you are like the shit. Like the podcast is the shit. That that feels a hell of a lot different than someone that says, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, you're making a, Josh. You're making a fool of yourself. You know I what I mean? Yeah. That, if somebody, that, uh, Josh, you're making a fool of yourself. And I don't no, know who this guy you've hooked up with is, but you guys sound like idiots on that podcast. I just want you to know. Somebody's got to be honest with you. You know what I mean? And that could be the only person or that could be like five out of 100 people that feel that way. But that's still going to be like, there's going to be a voice in the back of your head that says like, are they right? And obviously that is yeah. our job or the person's job to like push that out. You know, and that's why I think just so much of life is just a inside head game. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, if I'm just going to let them hate. I'm going to keep on. Yeah. Uh, here goes some haterade. And, Get your and thirst quenched. We're not doing this because we think we are naturally good at podcasting or we're naturally good at interviewing. No. We're doing this because we enjoy it first off. We're having fun. Uh, and it's actually turned out to be a, a you know a, a good way to connect with people. It's we've had interesting people on. Like there's a million reasons why we're doing it. Why am I doing sure. it? Because I'm trying to impress you, or because I'm trying to use my best radio voice. Right. Like if I was on here every day talking like this and was trying to be somebody I wasn't, that would be different. 
you know? Right. You're just you're just speaking the truth and your intent and your intent's good. If you don't like who you hear on this podcast, you don't like me. I'm sure I'm sure I just turned some golf golf fans off, but you know what? This probably wasn't the podcast for them anyway. I, I but, like but, but maybe come back in 15 episodes and see if you like it again. Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's call it a night. It is uh, 12 or 1029 on the East Coast. It's 929 your time. We said we were going to stop at 930. We've never been a minute early. We said 30 minutes. But it's actually 40. It doesn't even matter. Ladies and gentlemen, this was episode 19 of the Heavy Hitter Podcast. I am Steve Loper, a.k.a. LoperCon. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can look me up on Snapchat, however the heck you do that. You can find the podcast on iTunes. You can find it on Anchor. You can find it on Overcast. You can find it on Pocket Cast. There's a big list. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heavy hitters or something along those lines. Josh, take us out. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. You are rocking with your boy, Steve Loper, Josh Johnson, at Joshua Johnson, MN. Appreciate you guys so much. I hope you have a fantastic week. Go get them, Hitter Nation. Peace out.